Welcome to How To Feel Better with me, Ruth Kudzi. How You Feel Better is an inside job and we're gonna be delving into ways that you can enhance the way that you feel about yourself and lead a happier and more fulfilling life. I'm Ruth Kudzi, a master certified coach, best-selling author and coach trainer, and I'm delighted to have you here. For those who've listened for a while, and for those who follow me for a while, it probably came as zero surprise to anyone that I have ADHD. And I'm going to be talking today about coming to terms with this and really actually letting go of a lot of shame. So throughout my life, there have been things which I have been told are not good. I'm not very organised. I'm often late. I'm messy. I start things and I don't always finish them. I can sometimes lose my train of thought in a conversation. Other times I might dominate the conversation. I find that I'm quite impulsive and I make decisions quite quickly. I find it easier to become sucked into things. Social media, alcohol, food. And my whole life I've thought there's something wrong with me. Forgetting that I've already said something to somebody or saying that I do something and maybe not always following through. This is coming from somebody who at 44 years old had got two successful businesses, prior to that had been a senior leader in education, prior to that had been a top biller in recruitment and sales. So I've had success, but it's been challenging for me. And part of that challenge is, I have always felt like there's something different about me. I've had big fear of rejection in my life. So what that's led me to do is really to want to people please. But I have this fear of rejection and then sometimes I can say some pretty odd things and I'm like, oh my gosh, they must not think I'm good enough. They don't like me. And so all of these things going on for me, which now I realise were all symptomatic of the fact my brain is wired slightly differently and it's quite interesting because lots of people talk about when they realized and actually I never realized so I just thought I was different I thought that I was unusual I went through a stage of thinking I was unlovable and I remember actually in my first year at university so I've always had a good group of friends so from being young and then going to school. I'm still friends with some of my school friends and then on to university. At the beginning of university, I really struggled to make friends. And I remember thinking, well, maybe I won't make friends at university. I've got my school friends and maybe there's just something about me that means I'm not very desirable to have as a friend. And I was luckily saved by one of my friends who introduced me to his girlfriend, who is still one of my closest friends, and I did actually build a really good network. But I remember the way that I thought about it, I realised was probably not a normal way to think about it. I was always like, what is wrong with me? And how can I appear more like others? 
And I think for me, one of the things that I've realized is that I've had this kind of, not that healthy relationship with alcohol, probably until I was about 35. And then, you know, sometimes it still slips back, but definitely over a long period of my life. And that was because I was so nervous about social rejection that I used to drink to make myself feel confident. And apparently, again, that's around the ADHD. And I found out really, first of all, my mum sent me an article from the Times and said, this is completely you. I've never understood, for example, how your bedroom can be a complete tip, but then you produce the most beautiful work. Or how I would come and visit you at uni and your desk would be completely covered but you would have just written the best assignment. And she sent me this list and I was sitting there and I'm like, that's me, that's me, that's me, that's me. And it was the first time that I was like, oh, there's all of these things that describe me. Maybe I'm not that different. Maybe I'm different in a way that many people are different. And it was the first time that I put down some of that shame. It was the first time that I stopped myself thinking, oh my gosh, like those narratives I told myself, I'm untidy, I'm messy, I'm late, I'm unreliable, I'm not organized. All of those things I was able to go, oh, Look how much you've achieved with all of this. I did some more investigation because I definitely thought, well, maybe it's not just ADHD. Maybe there's something else. So one of the things that I really struggle with is I find it really challenging when people are not honest. So what I don't mean is if I don't like somebody, I'm not going to say to them, I don't like you, but I just wouldn't spend time with them. But what I find challenging is people who pretend something but think something else. And I don't really ever understand that. So I did look at, okay, maybe there's something else there too. But actually it turns out that the diversity in my thinking and my brain is around having ADHD. And so what it allowed me to do is it allowed me to let go of a lot of the shame that I thought. It allowed me to recognize that when I get really overwhelmed, again, that's a sign of, and it's symptomatic of having ADHD. It allowed me to realize that doing multiple different things was okay. It allowed me to look at when do I feel at my best? And it really let me let go of a lot of the things that I've been carrying, and I think this is the most important thing. In a way, thinking in a different way to the majority of people is a benefit when you run your own business. But in a way, it's not. Because I know that sometimes, as a leader with ADHD, maybe I've lacked being clear with people. Maybe I haven't always followed up. 
Maybe because things are in my head, I assume that other people know them. So having a team around me that recognise that sometimes my brain is different and that know that they can always ask me anything and that I am 100% supportive is really important because actually it's about people supporting and recognising that difference. And that has been huge for me as well. And I now have a team around me who celebrate me and don't make me feel shame or guilt when maybe I do things slightly differently to others. Exactly the same way that I would make them feel. Knowing that they are valued for who they are and they value me for who I am because I have got some superpowers and skills which mean that I'm very good at what I do. I also have some things that I find more challenging. And it's so interesting. Yeah, there's so many things. The fact that my idea of tidying is opening a cupboard and putting lots of things in it so you can't see it. And then I have the fear that when you open that cupboard, you're going to be like flattened by all of the stuff. The fact that I find WhatsApp groups really overwhelming because there's so much information and I can't see what is important. The fact that if I do a Facebook Live and nobody's on live, that I'm thinking that I'm doing it wrong and maybe people don't like what I'm saying. And the fact that I am really sensitive to rejection, really sensitive. And that stopped me doing things. Some of the worst things that I ever imagined happening have happened in terms of rejection for me. And the realisation that actually, because I'm so sensitive to rejection, it can stop me doing things, but also that that explains some of my behaviour in the past. And a lot of the work around dopamine. So I have had periods where I've been really addicted to my phone and social media. And what I've realised is as somebody with ADHD, I've got more of a propensity to be addicted to dopamine. Ah, and that is my dopamine receptors were on fire. So what I wanted to share is for me, the diagnosis was a letting go of all of the things that I thought that I did, which were character flaws. Letting go of the fact that I do not need to be like everybody else. That being authentically me looks like being me with ADHD. And being able to ask for help around this is a game changer. So I hope that this has helped you. I'm very early on my journey. I know that there are lots of people who are being diagnosed and I'm no way an expert. But if you want to chat to me, you've got any questions, feel free to drop me a message. Until next time. I hope that you've got some practical things that you can take away so that you can feel better. If you have enjoyed this episode or if you've got any feedback at all for me, hop on over to Insta, find me at Ruth Kidsey and drop me a message. I would be delighted to talk to you. Take care.